0: This episode is sponsored by The Art of Pinning, a self-paced Pinterest class for wedding and lifestyle photographers. If you are having a hard time driving traffic into your website, or SEO is overwhelming you, or the people that are visiting your website are not the kind of visitors, aka they're not converting into clients, then this class is for you. You can find more information at www.thetalkrepublic.com forward slash Pinterest, or just follow the link in the notes. Now, enjoy this episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Talk Republic. I am Carolina Gusik, your host, and today we're going to talk about social doubt. More specifically, I'm going to ask you if your brand is full of social doubt. And if you're wondering what the heck is this, well, I'm going to tell you. Here on the podcast, I have spoken about many times about social proof, you know, when I talk about testimonials, when I talk about blogging, when I talk about networking with other vendors, that includes a lot of social proof on your website. But what if we flip the script and we actually put our detective goggles on and we start looking for social doubt in our own brand? So what is that? We know that social proof is when future clients feel assured about their purchase, right? They feel good about it. They feel secure. And they're like, absolutely, I want this. So obviously, social proof is going to be the opposite of that. It's going to make future clients doubt, purchase or doubt the decision to hire you and I can guarantee you this happens to all of us right I am one of those buyers that I'm actually instead of always looking for social proof I am always looking for social doubt it's the way my brain is wired I'm always looking for how things could definitely go sour in this transaction So when I'm looking at my brand, I am hyper aware of things like that. So if you are wondering where could you have tons of like blind spots that are actually causing social doubt to people that want to do business with you, I want to start with the easiest one, your website. Now, I know with social media and with, you know, Instagram especially, a lot of people forgot about their website. They're like, website who? Who needs a website? We have Instagram. We don't need anything else. And no, let's sound the alarm. Get those red flags up because if you don't have a website, that is actually one of the biggest social doubt uh, triggers that your future clients might have let's think about this let's say that you are wanting to hire a professional photographer whether you are planning a wedding or you want a family session and you find somebody on instagram that you really like but you want to see more so you look for their website and you're like hmm, we are i don't find their website anywhere or even worse you type the url which is the www your website.com, and it says that that website has expired. Could you imagine somebody being like, you know what? No big deal. This is not a red flag. I'm just going to give this person thousands of dollars, even though they don't have the bare minimum, which is a website. No, right? That sounds crazy bananas. So if you don't have a website, you're definitely having some red flags in your brand that perhaps you're overlooking. However, future clients are really paying attention. Now, talking about your website, let's say that you do have a website and you're like, of course, Carolina, I have a website. But the last time that you updated your website was before the pandemic. You've been busy. You haven't done anything on your website. But you're like, listen, whatever. I do have a website. It is there. Well, I need to tell you that that could also bring some social doubt into future clients. They can go into your website and they can see that there is no new work, or maybe that the work that you have seems a little bit dated, right? Especially in the wedding industry, there is a lot of trends. You know, if you have a website that has tons of mason jars on it, sorry to tell you that is not in fashion anymore that should not be on your website anymore because that was like a decade ago when those things were like hot and trendy and those are signaling couples or clients about your brand and they could be like oh this person hasn't photographed anything new these days or this person doesn't know what's in fashion or trendy these days so therefore I probably will not hire them as my photographer and those are things that you can fix really easily because maybe you are such a fantastic photographer or you have been really busy that you haven't updated your website but you are signaling people the wrong things nobody's coming to a dated website thinking I bet this person is really busy that's what they haven't upgraded their website absolutely not people are coming to that website thinking oh wow is this person even in business? Oh, What's happening here? Why are these pictures so dated? So make sure that your website is up to date. Another thing, you know, is saying here within the website area that perhaps is giving social uh, doubt to your future clients is that you don't blog. You have a very basic website where you have some galleries, maybe an about section, and a contact page. And that's it. And not having good content on your website, like articles and things like that, could trigger fear in a lot of future clients. They could be like, oh, why isn't this person like giving us content? Why isn't this person giving us, you know, good things for us to like consume? So please start blogging. Don't forget about it. Don't disregard it. It is a really important component in marketing for photographers. One major social doubt that you could be facing is that you don't have any reviews. And this could be because maybe you're new and haven't had the opportunity to photograph people but if you're listening to this podcast you have been in business at least for two years so by now you should have photographed enough people to get reviews so it is really important that you go that extra mile and ask people for reviews i know it could be intimidating i know it could be daunting to do this but believe me The majority of people will not leave a review if you don't ask for it, unless the service is really, really bad, because that is the downfall of reviews. You can present the most amazing experience and they could love you to the moon and back and they won't leave you a review. But if you serve a bad experience, people will look for a place to leave for a bad review. Okay, so if you are obviously presenting amazing experience to clients and you're delivering your promises and you're doing your work with integrity, but you are not getting reviews, it's not because people don't love you. It's because really you're not asking for reviews. And I have a whole episode on how to ask for reviews that I will link to this episode. But it is really important that you go out of your comfort zone. And you reach out to clients and be like, hey, it would be really important if you leave me a review. I recommend that if you are collecting reviews, you do it on Google reviews because although they are a little bit of a pain because sometimes they don't publish and they don't post. However, they can help you with your SEO. And I'm all about working smarter here. So I want to, you know... Kill two birds with one stone. I wanna, you know, get my social proofing and I also wanna get my SEO. So I collect all my reviews in Google Reviews. Now, what do you do with those reviews? You put them on your website, you sprinkle them on your social media, you talk about on Instagram stories about them. Just don't leave them dead in Google Reviews, you know, move them to other aspects of your business. Make sure that when somebody interacts with your brand, there is no social doubt about who you are and what you do okay now the next thing that i think is really important is that you don't reply promptly to emails or text messages or phone calls now i understand we'll have a life outside business and especially for wedding photographers our weekends are crazy but that is not an excuse for no reply promptly to client now what is promptly for me might be completely different for you right you might be 12 hours 24 hours 48 hours but however you reply to people they need to know so if you take a long time to reply talking about over 48 hours make sure that you have a notification on your email that says hey i will get back to you within 48 hours when you book a new client make sure that you send them an email that they know where the rules of your business are including text messages, phone calls, all that. You can explain to them that on the weekends you don't take any or what have you. Whatever your rule is, make sure that people understand that. Because what happens when you are trying to book somebody, right? Once again, don't put yourself in the shoes of like your business. Put yourself in the shoes of future clients, right? Let's say that I really, you know, somebody likes my business a lot, my brand, and they want to book me and they send me an email and they don't hear back from me in a week. They're not thinking Carolina's really busy. No, they're thinking like she ghosted me. If this is before we even sign a contract, how is it going to be when we sign a contract? Is she going to be available? Is she going to be there for me? Is she going to run away with my money and I will never hear from her? Those are things that people think. So make sure that you address all these little things that could be preventing you from booking more clients. Okay. Those are things that you can fix today, right away. Friend, this is a short podcast intermission to remind you that every month I am uploading actionable short tutorials about SEO, blogging, content creation, website reviews, and much more on my Patreon. Each tutorial has a very specific goal to help you level up an aspect of your business. You can access these tutorials at any time and as many times as you need to. In addition, each month, I'm also hosting a live call where you can ask any questions regarding your business or marketing strategies. This is like having a tiny coaching call with me. You can currently access over 50 tutorials for only $10 a month. Join today. I have a direct link on the notes of this episode for you to check it out now back to the episode another thing that might be causing social doubt in future clients would be actually your social media one you are not uh what's the word that i'm looking for you're not showing up consistently right you don't need to post every day you don't need to do that you know whatever again consistent C is completely different from me, for you, for Thomas, for Susie, we all have different standards. But whatever your standard is, make sure that you follow through. I know that on my feed, I post maybe if I am really determined twice a week. This month, I have actually posted three times Instagram however I'm constantly showing up on Instagram stories which actually makes more sense because a lot of people watch my Instagram stories more than actually giving likes on my photos so I'm constantly showing up on my Instagram stories I'm talking about my clients I'm talking about my experiences I'm even talking about you know reality TV what have you show up to your Instagram stories when somebody leaves you a comment on an image on a post don't leave that an answer even if it's not a question but if somebody says like oh this is so beautiful literally just reply by saying thank you this is going to increase your social um proof or demeanor the social doubt but it's also going to help you with the algorithm so again you're killing two birds with one stone super super simple now If you are not getting a lot of likes on your photos, don't worry, you can hide the like count. Yes, people can tap and then go and count how many likes do you have, but the reality is that nobody's probably doing that. Maybe a stalker, but other than that, nobody's really going to the hard work of like tapping and counting and doing all that. So if you have not as many likes as you want, just hide them, because once again, our brain is really, really prehistoric, and when we show up somewhere and we Could love a page and then we see that this person only has two likes in the photo immediately even if we think that we love this page and we like it our social you know brain is like oh nobody is part of this group you don't want to be the only one here so you don't want that from future clients okay you want for them to feel reassured But also a little quick tip here about Instagram. The more you interact, the better the algorithm gets for you. So if right now you have very low content, I mean, of low uh, interactions, the more that you start interacting with other accounts, the better it will become. Alrighty, guys, straight and to the point, make sure that you are checking your brand constantly for social doubt. That is the killer of business. You don't want that, okay? You want to make sure that you actually reassure and that when new people Interact with your brand, whether it's on social media, your website, on a network event, that they feel seen, that they feel like, yes, you are the right person for them. Alrighty, guys, that's all for today. I hope you like it. I would love to hear from you on the DMs. Let me know if you like this content. Let me know if this episode was good for you. And I'd love to chat with you. Alrighty, until then, maybe next week I'll have a guest. If not, I'll just come here with a short and a straight tip to help you better your business until then ciao thanks for listening to today's episode for more info about marketing tips for photographers and show notes please visit the if you enjoyed today's show please go to itunes and leave us a review want even more join our marketing community group just search for the tog republic group on facebook until next week